Hello there, my name is Pavel Brodowski and you're listening to Rebel Spirits, a podcast about legendary jazz musicians from behind the Iron Curtain who sought freedom in the art of improvisation. Today we're meeting Adam Makovic, a piano virtuoso who was supposed to become a classical pianist until he heard some jazz records sent from Canada. From that day on, there was only one music on his mind, jazz. I met with Adam on Boxing Day back in December 2020, and we tried to dissect his style and career during a long afternoon discussion. Coming up on Rebel Spirits. Well, I grew up with my mother. Uh, she was a very persuasive uh, woman, and she said that children must learn first uh, piano, the most important instrument, and the center of our home was uh, piano, and we used to listen uh, a lot of uh, piano music from radio. We used to listen uh, every day. Adam's mother was herself a piano player and a singer. She insisted that Adam practice every day. It was unfortunate at that time, because I was young, I wanted to play ball, you know, <laughs> with friends, and then go outside and not sitting and practicing scales and everything. It was terrible. The first step is always the most difficult for young people, for children, I would say. Uh, but uh, later I started to enjoy the classical music. One day... Adam met Czesław Gawlik, a musician and manager of the local cultural center in Rybnik. Czesław was a huge jazz fan. He had relatives in Canada, and they had sent him some jazz records. I met him uh, when I was young, fellow, I mean 15, 16 years old, and he introduced to me, he said, listen, come, come to my house, I have some recordings of wonderful pianists. I said, well, great, okay. And it was the first time when I heard Artatum. Artatum was a guy who, who changed my mind, really, at that time. And I said, I want to play such beautiful music like Artatum. But I never tried to play like him, imitate him. However, I absorbed some, I don't know, some feelings of running, you know, arpeggios like Artatum, because I thought that this, this is exciting, you know. Like all the other Polish musicians fascinated by jazz, Adam started to listen to Willis Conover's Jazz Hour. Mm -hmm. Yes, every night we listen. We just listen on the radio and we try to imitate and learn some songs and then we try to improvise like we've heard from the radio. Time for jazz. Willis Conover in Washington, D.C. With the voice I think it was a good school for us to use uh, your memory. You have an opportunity to listen to one time this thing and as, as many as knows you can <laughs> remember and try to play a piano like, like you've heard your ideas, you know, your musicians that you enjoyed to listen. Willis was uh, Jazz Academy. He played, what did he play? He played Louis Armstrong, Ella Fitzgerald, Duke Ellington, Dave Brubeck. Yeah, Duke Ellington particularly. I, I love this big band uh, that time. And uh, I, I remember I bought one time 
a record, and it was so expensive, 400 zlotic, I remember, got the Duke Ellington recordings, and I said, I must buy this record, and I collected some money, and I didn't eat a few days later, because I didn't have enough money, but it was enough for me that I, I knew it, that this is most beautiful music here I'm carrying with me. You were a, a, a rebel. Yeah. You left home, you to told your parents, I'm not going to study anymore, I'm leaving the place, I'm going to another town. I didn't have another choices, just only to leave a house. My parents didn't want to, to play, uh, to me, play that kind of music. They think that this is terrible music. And so they were absolutely against it. Adam left school and moved to Krakow. It was difficult for a young musician to rent an apartment, so he decided to move into Helicon, a jazz club where he could live and breeze jazz day and night for free. Is it true that you that you slept under the piano? Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> sometimes under, sometimes on top of the piano. <laughs> <laughs> so you had a key to the club? Yeah. At night, the club was your home. It was home. not bad, except that the winter time was quite cold. <laughs> yeah. But but summer time was fine, you know. Piano was my, uh, how you say, the most important uh, thing at that time. Soon enough, Adam started playing with two other protagonists from our series, Ursula Dujak and Michał Urbanak. Michał called me that he wants to form a band. I said, great, why not? So we started to play uh, together. Michał brought some terrible instrument. There was electric. <laughs> but uh, I started to, to do some experimenting with some different kind of sound. And uh, Michał was crazy about this, uh, all the new stuff, looking for different kind of sound. And uh, I was, for some time, I also was interested. I, I bought, at that time, I bought Fender Rhodes. And it was a good instrument. I enjoyed it, but it was quite heavy, as I'll tell you. <laughs> In our previous episode, Ursula mentioned that she was very fond of playing with Adam. At every concert, they had a moment on stage just for them. Imagination uh, went uh, like a little bit my own imagination about sound, how it should be, how we create uh, together. Uh, very often we played uh, together without Michael drums, bass, just Ursula and me. Michal decided that we should record this uh, duo. So we recorded in Switzerland. I thought that she was at that time uh, most musically talented. Uh, 
in our band at the time. This album was called Newborn Light. I remember it received five star review in Downbeat. It was a sensation. Downbeat is an American jazz magazine. The review section, where critics rate albums on a one to five star scale, still remains one of the most highly regarded in the world. Well, it was uh, music that uh, I would say intuition music, right? It happened and uh, we just started to play without any idea what, what to play. Let, let's see what happened. And that's what happened. You take a road and you don't know where, where you finish, where is, you know, where you go. Newborn Light landed in the hands of John Hammond, the legendary record producer linked to countless household names. He decided to invite Adam to New York. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Michał came to John Hammond. He brought some recordings and gave to John Hammond. John Hammond thought so highly of Adam that he named him the greatest jazz pianist since Art Tatum. He also started helping him establish himself in the U.S. Hammond brought him to Colombia and got him a contract. That's how his album, Adam, came about. With this beautiful blend of standards, as well as Adam's own compositions, it remains a milestone in his career. It displays his virtuosity and love for the slightest detail. Let's listen to an excerpt from this album, Chopin's Willows. Freedom and free spirit are part of this musical jazz. Freedom is how I play the song melody line, which is very, very important. That how you play melody line, it's it's you. It means it comes from your heart, from your imagination. Some uh, something that is individual is very personal, and uh, improvisation is. Uh, this is really freedom because <laughs> it's not prepared. It's just happened on the right moment on the stage, you know, to, together with the audience. And it depends on feeling of this room or hall, music or wherever it is, a piano and the mood of uh, musicians. I'm, if I'm talking about myself, so how I feel at a particular moment. So that sometimes this interpretation is a little different 
Each concert I play a little, it's a differently. Using dynamic was very important for me as a soloist. Without dynamic, that's what I wanted to teach young musicians in Poland. That is that dynamic is more really, really very important element to make music interesting and more beautiful. So uh, this is something that's what I call freedom. Not only in playing uh, melody, which is a Canva for uh, how I improvise this melody, but also how I play this melody. You feel free to do whatever you want to do. Adam Makowicz became known as the first Polish jazz piano virtuoso. His classical education and talent quickly made him become a concert pianist and outpassed his older colleagues, such as Krzysztof Komeda and Andrzej Czaskowski, who did not study classical music before coming to jazz. At some point, Adam stopped putting forward his technique and started searching for new sounds in details, dynamics, and interpretation. I was technically really great and I used it a lot. I mean, too much. It was too much, really. I was trained from the beginning as a so soloist, solo, piano, solo. Oh, my mother saw probably this big imagination how I might be great pianist. And when I switched to jazz, I played with a lot of different groups that time trying to learn how I can cooperate with other musicians. I needed experience with playing with different kind of musicians to learn better about music, about improvisation. But uh, solo is something different that you have to come up with a straight idea and then uh, implement into uh, to create great music, just using the same, only one instrument to create whole music, rhythm, harmony, and, uh, and melody. So you need a lot of techniques to do so. And uh, I still uh, I practice quite a lot, and I'm still practicing that how to create the most beautiful sound. Uh, general, you can say, play beautifully. And what does it mean to play beautifully? Well, what it means, play beautifully. First of all, that you have to create this beauty You need to have this ability to hear before you start playing, but to hear to your idea how to implement into into the music. This your idea comes from inside you, from your soul and your brain. I would add one element more. That swing is another very, uh, maybe for me now the most important uh, factor. By the end of the 1970s, Adam decided to take a shot at the biggest dream of every jazz player in the world, to move permanently 
to New York and to try make his name there. So it was great time when I came in 1977, 78. There was plenty of jazz clubs and uh, I played quite a lot that time. It was a, a strong inspiration for music. You lived right in the center in a place called Manhattan Plaza, 43rd Street West. Yes, that was a great place. Dexter Gordon, he moved from, uh, from Europe uh, last uh, several years, he's, he lived in, uh, upstairs in uh, my building. And the other building was uh, drummer uh, Victor Lewis and bass player uh, Charles Mingus. And Paquito de Rivera was my, my uh, neighbor, the same floor. We used to play sometimes two together. Inspired by his new home, one of Adam's albums was called From My Window. It reflected Adam's love for the city and the society he was a part of. The very year this album was recorded, 1981, martial law was declared in Poland. Its aim was to keep the oppositionist solidarity movement from gaining popularity. I was waiting because I couldn't go back to Poland. When I go to Polish consulate in New York to, with my passport, they took it and they said, we could give you one way only to Poland. I said, no, I'm musicians. I have to play different places as my living playing music. No, no, you have to go to Poland. I said, no, so it was a closed door, so I couldn't go back. I, I was, uh, what you call, without countries. So it is the only way I could uh, travel around the European countries to use uh, American passports. So that's what I decided to be, become an American citizen. Adam was invited to take part in an American propaganda film, Let Poland Be Poland, where he advocated for Poland's cause along with such stars as Frank Sinatra, Kirk Douglas, Paul McCartney and Orson Welles. Adam Makovich is a pianist from the land of Chopin and Rubinstein. He's one of the world's most admired jazz musicians. Adam Makovich lives in America. Until recently, his recordings were broadcast into Poland. But now his music can't get through. The film had Frank Sinatra singing a Polish song called Wolne Serce, Polish for a liberated heart, which made a nice change from what you might expect. But your repertoire was uh, mostly standards. American American, yeah, that's what people like to hear it. That's what, uh, in New York, if you play original, uh, your own compositions, people don't know how to listen if they know, if they don't know melody line, so they couldn't follow you when you improvise. At one moment you started to remember the music that you were grown uh, with, the Chopin music. 
Chopin is, wrote so many beautiful melodies that easy to remember. It's, uh, when you heard first time, it stays in your mind, some in your soul, somewhere in, inside you. That is the most beautiful material to use for, for improvisation. That's why jazz musicians uh, also improvise Chopin from time to time. Even even Artetum played one song that uh, was Waltz. In 2004, Adam performed in Carnegie Hall with a new star of Polish jazz, Leszek Morszczer. They both interpreted Chopin alongside American jazz standards. Young generation in old generation. <laughs> I mean me as old generation. Uh, together to show American uh, people, two jazz, Polish jazz musicians from the same country but different generations. Mozart is, is quite a guy who has some imagination about music, about sounds. He's looking for different kind of sounds. Not me. I am looking for different kind of sounds using only piano. And Moser is looking also including some other instruments. He prepare differently a piano, put something on the strings to find a different kind of sound and and put into the create creatively into music. Today, Adam Makovic is still performing around the world and living across continents. He is the last of the generation of Polish jazz musicians still living in America. My home is really New York, but when I am here, I feel my home is here. So I'm still in between, I balance. Music keeps me, um, you see, straight, I would say. Yeah, uh, otherwise, I would go crazy. Your, your home is piano. And your home is your heart. You are a citizen of the world. It sounds nice, a citizen of the world. <laughs> but uh, I think we all need a, a particular Polish people. We all we grow up with them, feeling that we need. Where are our roots? And we feel these roots that you you are connected. What is, what is yours, you say? This episode of Rebel Spirits was hosted by me, Paweł Brodowski. The show is brought to you by Culture PL, the flagship brand of the Adam Mickiewicz Institute. We would like to thank Adam Makowicz for finding time to talk to us and sharing his story. 
If you'd like to listen to more records from our today's protagonist and the young generation of jazz players he admires, please see the show notes for this episode or go to culturepl slash rebelspirits. That's all for now. Keep swinging. <laughs>